but give her a hug back, breathless as I caught my balance. She certainly wasn't acting like one of Heaven's hit squad, as excited as if she was Josh's girlfriend, which she wasn't. I might be. Maybe. Barnabas? Nikita shoved his feet where he reclined two rows above us. Josh won. Say something. The former Light Reaper pushed his hat up and gave her a dry look. Whoopee, he said sarcastically, then pulled his long legs closer and sat up, squinting in the sun. Madison, you were gonna work with me today on hiding your amulet's resonance. Grimacing, I looked down at the jet black stone cradled by silver wires that I wore around my neck. Besides giving me the tactile illusion of a make-believe body, Hiding me from black wings and giving me my connection to the divine, my amulet sang, sort of. Mimicking a natural aura, the black stone rang like a bell that only the divine could hear. Anyone who knew how to listen could find me in a second, be they friend or foe. Which might be a problem if I was out trying to keep my own people from killing someone, and which was why I needed to learn how to hide it. After hanging out with Josh, of course. She can do that later, Nikita said primly. He won. I felt a twinge of guilt. I had promised to work with him after school, but I'd forgotten I'd also promised Ms. Cartwright I'd take pictures of the track meet for the school paper. Sorry, I said softly. And he shrugged, making no effort to hide his boredom. For all his sour attitude, Barnabas had been on Earth longer than Nikita, and therefore had all the subtle nuances of human behavior to fit in with the track moms and cheering girlfriends better than Nikita. His lanky build and faded t-shirt only added to his sigh-worthy looks. But Barnabas truly didn't have a clue how good he looked. Nikita didn't know why guys followed her around looking for dates either. That the two of them hung out with me had the popular cliques cross-eyed. This was his only race, I offered hesitantly, and Barnabas leaned back, stretching out on the warm bleacher to put his hat over his face. Turning back to the track, I snapped a picture of Josh as he accepted the congratulations of his teammates. Sweat made patterns on his shirt, and his blonde hair was dark with it. He was the only one apart from Barnabas and Nikita who knew I was technically dead. Not only had he been there as I had died, but he had held my hand during the whole thing. Yep, I was dead. No heartbeat unless I got excited or scared. No need to eat, though I could do it in a pinch to fit in. And I hadn't had so much as a nap in months. It had been fun at first. But now, I'd give just about anything to enjoy a juicy hamburger and crispy fries. Everything sort of tasted like rice cakes. I didn't know you liked sports, I said to Nikita, as Josh waited for the runners to pass before crossing the track to talk to us through the fence. We have contests, she said. This has the same appeal. Her gaze went from the runners to the moms chatting among themselves, barely conscious of the meat at all. I came in third once with the blade, she added. Barnabas snickered, his face still hidden under his hat. Real good with that sigh, they, he muttered, 
and she smacked his foot. And where did you place? She asked him hotly. Sitting up, Barnabas watched Josh, his eyes not seeing him, but the past. They didn't have contests when I was in heaven. I winced. Barnabas had been kicked out of heaven before the pyramids had been built. Sorry, Nikita said, surprising me with her downcast eyes. She usually took every opportunity to needle Barnabas about his fallen status. According to Nikita, Barnabas had been kicked out of heaven because he'd fallen in love with a human girl. Hi, Josh, I said, as he scuffed to a halt behind the chain link fence. Almost lost that one, he said, breathing heavily. When he smiled at me, I felt warm inside. We'd been dating for a while, and his smile still hit me.